Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney, and welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is going to be a fun episode, so buckle up. This will, um, I think, give you a wide variety of information on various uh, topics. And the three questions, the first one involves uh, SEP IRAs and the Roth component. Next one is how do you make mega deduction contributions to a 401k above 100k? Is it possible? And the third is a self-directed IRA LLC. How is it taxed as a partnership, S-corp, discard entity, and how does all that work? So um, really think this is um, going to be a um, superbly interesting and, and hopefully fun episode. Um, pretty you know, short, going to be under seven to 10 minutes. So buckle up. Uh, I think you'll learn a lot in the next couple of minutes. So here we go. Without further ado, uh, first question from YouTube. And here it is. The company I work for is a SEP IRA. Do they have to offer the Roth option? So uh, the quick answer is no. Starting in the 2023, thanks to Secure Act 2.0, SEP IRAs are allowed to offer profit sharing contributions in Roth. Um, However, the employer does not have to offer that option. If it does offer the option, then the contributions, which can go anywhere from technically zero to 20% for a sole proprietor single member LLC, or zero to 25% for a corp with W2 employees, um, that can be done generally in pre-tax and now starting in 2023 uh, in Roth. The way the Roth works is that the contribution is made on behalf of the employee by the employer. The employer still gets a tax deduction, but the employee has to take into account an income, the amount of the contribution, because it's an after-tax account. So that means they have to take it into income first. So um, it started in 23. Um, I don't think it's really taken off in popularity yet, um, just because I think when people realize that they have to take into account the income, if it's a Roth contribution versus if it's pre-tax, it's just put into their IRA without tax. Um, you know, there's, le there's less interest on the part of the employee. But um, bottom line is you can't force your employer to offer it. If they offer it, great. If they don't, you can, you know, request, but they don't have to. Um, next question is from, um, who's this next question? It's from um, Bruce T of Palm Springs, California. Bruce wants to know, I'm 55 years old and maxed out my solo 401k plan. In 23 and expect to max out again in 24. I'd love to put away 100,000 plus into a plan. Are there any other good options for me? So basically, because you're over um, 50 years old, the max in 2023 was, was uh, 73.5, the max um, in 24, 76.5. Uh, so um, if you want to do over 100, there's only one way to do it. And that's something called a defined benefit combo cash balance plan. And um, I, I work with two, probably the most prestigious pension uh, companies in the country, been around really for over 40 years. Yeah, literally, but even before ERISA was created. 
And um, they specialize in these combo cash balance plans, which are essentially many defined benefit plans. And based off your age can allow you to go up to $300,000 in deductions. And if structured properly, um, only required to make minimal contributions for your employees. Um, you generally need to have, you know, pretty much guaranteed income for three out of the five years. So the plan's supposed to be uh, open for at least three to five years. So it can't just be a situation where you got one year of good income. It's got to be for the next three or so years. Generally it works if you're over your is 50 uh, plus because you can put away higher amounts. If you're only in your 20s or 30s, you're going to be probably limited to the 401k contribution amount. But once you're over 50 and heading up to the 60s and 70s, probably go up to 300k a year, assuming you have enough income. And it, the way it's structured, it's a defined benefit. So depending on the age of your employees, um, the amount you have to contribute for your employees actually can be quite, quite minimal. Um, so if you're interested, uh, Bruce, let us know. I can put you in touch with one of our um, benefit um, professionals and they can do a whole case study for you and a whole proposal and basically work out exactly how much you can put away based off your income over the next couple of years. Uh, you can do traditional investments and also alternatives in a combo cash balance plan. So um, pretty flexible, but it's really the only plan, Bruce, that's going to let you go above 100K. Um, since you're ready in the 70s in terms of deductions, if you want to go 100 plus, the combo cash balance plan is going to be your only option. I'll, I plan on doing more podcast videos about the combo cash balance plan because it's really um, kind of a hidden, unknown type of retirement plan. But if you can fit into its criteria and um, you uh, essentially are in uh, the core category, where you're above 50, you make good money, you have you know under 10 employees, um, it could be really, really, really worthwhile. So thank you, Bruce, for that question. Third, final question of today's episode is from Debbie M of Jupiter, Florida. Debbie wants to know, I have a self-directed IRA LLC with you. Is it treated as an S-corporation? So probably not. Why? Because IRAs cannot be S-corp shareholders. Um, that's an S-corp rule under Section 1360. A one and two of the tax code, it's not an IRA issue. Um, so no, your IRLC will not be treated as an S-corp. It's going to be treated as a disregarded entity if the only owner is one IRA, and it'll be treated as a partnership if it's owned by two or more IRAs. It will not ever be treated as an S-corp. Again, IRAs cannot be S-corp shareholders, and it would violate the S-corp rules. So that's the simple answer, Debbie, but it's a good question. I actually get this a lot. People get confused about S elections and for some reason think the LLC should uh, be an S corp or taxed as an S corp, but it's actually not possible since an IRA cannot be a shareholder of an S corp. Um, that's it. That's today's podcast, short and sweet. I know everyone's just coming off New Year's and probably you know don't want to spend a lot of time listening to me talk about IRAs and 401ks and self-directed investments. So I'm keeping it short and sweet. Uh, I think these are three great questions. There's a recap, SEP IRA and Roth component. Um, it's an option. It's not required. The employer, it's up to the employer to offer it. If you want to have massive deductions above 100K, defined benefit plan, combo cash balance is the best way. And then third, a self-directed IRA LLC is not taxed as an S-corp. It's going to be taxed as either single-member discard entity or a partnership. Um, so that's it. Happy New Year to everyone. Hope everyone had uh, a great New Year. Hope 24 uh, is a great year for everyone. 
And I look forward to spending a lot of time with all you folks um, throughout 24 talking about really cool um, self-directed matters, whether it's on ad mail, ad bits, or Adam talks, or whether you're uh, watching videos on our YouTube channel or listening uh, to other podcasts or just reading our, our blogs that we post every week. I hope you guys enjoy all the content. You definitely need to subscribe to our YouTube channel at IRA Financial, which has tons of tons of great content. And also don't forget to um, check out all the podcasts that I drop uh, each week and you can pick them up, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's it for today's podcast. Have an amazing rest of your day. Uh, take care and ciao. Hope to speak to everyone again next week. Thanks again.